You're listening to the Cairo Basics Podcast, the show dedicated to chiropractic practice success. Here's your host, Nick Fisher. Hey everyone, this is Nick Fisher coming to you from the Cairo Basics Podcast. This is a brand new show that we're starting dedicated to chiropractic practice success and the strategies and tips and programs out there to really help chiropractors see the massive growth that they want to dominate their local markets and grow. So we're super excited about it and let's dive right into it. So, you know, today's first episode, we're actually going to be playing back a live webinar training that we did going over the Google domination method that we're using with our clients to help really position yourself online as the top chiropractor in your area. This is super valuable stuff, so please tune in, take some notes. Um, We're really excited to share this really valuable content with you. So yeah, enjoy. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and get started uh, on today's training. Today we're talking about patient acquisition using Google, the Google channel to grow your chiropractic practice. Um, This is uh, really important to understand how Google works, why you want to be focusing uh, some marketing efforts on the Google channel. I'm going to go over some of that information here in just a second. Um, Today's agenda is really going to be looking at the search results breakdown on Google the different sections that you'll find when someone actually makes a search query on the Google search platform. Um, we're going to be breaking down the, the Google ads section, how you can run ads, uh, how it works. We're going to be looking at the map pack. This is the Google My Business listings, uh, the local search results for your specific area. And then, of course, you have organic websites, uh, the listings of websites that rank organically. And uh, we'll show you how you can actually audit your own Google presence so you can understand how you're performing on Google and how you can increase your rankings and performance to drive in more patients into your office. So uh, why is this important? Well, the reason why we're holding this is because there's a huge opportunity for chiropractic offices to pull in patients that are already actively looking and seeking chiropractic care in your area. You know, there's lots of ways that you can market and advertise your practice and drive awareness about you and your local community. But what's great about Google is that when people are going to Google and looking for a chiropractor, they have a high intent to get chiropractic care. So when you are able to capitalize on this channel, you're these are, these are low-hanging fruit opportunities for your practice to pull in new patients. These people have already identified that they have a need, and they're out there looking for a solution to that problem. So when you can rank well on Google and you can dominate the search results page, you're being able to pull in this low-hanging fruit to your practice. Um, when you look at a sales funnel, there are several sections that you got to have activity in. There's, there's lots of different things that you can do. You know, Common things for marketing 
a chiropractic office, you know, run Facebook ads. Uh, maybe you uh, build up an email list, you do a little email marketing, maybe you hold local events. Uh, whatever the case is, um, you, those are higher in the funnel, right? So if you're running a Facebook ad, you're trying to generate a name recognition for yourself as a chiropractic provider. If you are doing um, an email blast, this is an email list that you have either captured of existing patients you're trying to turn into reactivations. Maybe you're holding a local event to you know, spread the awareness of your name, try to get people interested in getting chiropractic care. Uh, these are top of funnel activities. When you're focused on Google, this is bottom of the funnel. These people are already ready to get care. They're looking for you. So if you can focus efforts on doing well on Google, you're going to see a high increase in your conversion rates, your ability to actually book appointments, because again, these people have a high intent to get care. So the reason why we focus on Google is because obviously they are the dominant player in the search engine game. So they own 92% of the search engine market, uh, obviously of being Yahoo um, and some other small players, but Google 92%, over 92% of the search engine market share. So obviously we put most of our efforts there. Typically the other search engines just follow suit to how Google operates. Um, and then the other reason why this is important is because 88% of searches for local businesses call within the first 24 hours. So if you can get yourself shown at the top and they see you there, you have a really good chance of them actually contacting you and booking an appointment. Um, and then 92% of searchers are going to pick one of those businesses that are on the first page. So, I mean, think about the last time you were on Google, how frequently do you go to page two, three, or four to look for a local business? The answer is probably almost never. So it's important to do these things correctly so you can get to the top of Google, the first page, the top of the listings, and be there so people can find you. So now that we've covered why this is important, we're going to go into how can we dominate the Google search results for your chiropractic practice and making sure that you're pulling in patients who are already looking for chiropractic care. So the first thing we'll do is we're going to look at a search engine results page. Okay. So this is an example of um, a, a local search uh, chiropractor in Charlotte, North Carolina. Right. So if you look at the page, this is what it looks like. Just grab a screenshot and you're going to notice three big buckets here, right? So the idea behind this Google domination strategy is to be at the top or near the top of every one of these buckets. So let's dive into these buckets and see what it's all about. The top bucket here, these are called Google ads, right? You see the little ad icon next to these little listings here. These are paid placements to be here. We'll dive into how this works and how you can get yourself here. The next section is the map pack. So these are Google business listings. If you haven't claimed your listing, uh, we'll show you quickly how to do that. Uh, the key areas to focus on so you can get yourself listed and then how to get yourself at the top of these listings. There's not only three chiropractors in Charlotte, uh, there's a bunch of them. So how do you get yourself at the top so you show up in the search results page? And then the last section down here, these are websites. This is how your website ranks organically on Google. We'll go over you know, key factors of how to make sure that your website is built and optimized to, to rank as high as it can. So those are the three big buckets. We're gonna dive into each one of these real quick um, to go through the, the Google 
domination strategy. Okay. So the first bucket that we mentioned is Google ads. Google ads are paid placements. These are the ads that you see at the very top of search listings. A lot of times they're local businesses for, from your area. If you're searching more broadly, you know, they could be uh, national or even global ads. But how these work is you identify a set of keywords that someone might search that you can provide service to or a product, but in your case, a, a service. And you run ads at those keywords. So when someone types in those keywords, you have an ad that shows up here at the top. So chiropractor in Charlotte, that's a pretty, um, that's a pretty good keyword to go after, right? If you're, if you are a chiropractor in Charlotte, so you can see, you know, we got some chiropractors that are running some ads here. These are really great because when someone makes a local search query, 19% of the people that search a local business click on an ad here at the top. That's a big chunk of the pie right off the get-go that you can implement today and start getting clicks to your website today. Now, they're paid placements. So how the payments work is you, you pay for every click, right? You're not paying for the ad to be displayed. You're paying for someone to actually click on the ad and visit your website, which is awesome. Because if you were to run a billboard or a flyer, in your area, you're, you're paying for putting out a piece of graphic and getting an impression. You're getting your brand in front of somebody, but they didn't visit your website. They didn't call you. They didn't learn more about you. They weren't actively looking for you. On, on Google ads, this person was actively looking for a chiropractor in Charlotte, and they clicked on the website, your ad, and they came over and they visited your website. They learned more about you and your practice and the things that you can help them with. That's valuable, right? So you pay for these ads on a cost per click basis. So every time someone clicks, you pay a little, a couple of dollars, whatever the case is, and you get someone over to your website. And the idea is your website would then convert them over to a lead or a booked appointment. Uh, they fill out a contact form, they pick up the phone and call you. Uh, if you have an online scheduling system, you know they book online. Really, really valuable real estate to get right here. And you can target your keywords specifically to the things that you do. So if you focus on back pain, that's common for chiropractors. Uh, if someone was looking for back pain treatment in Charlotte, or maybe, maybe you focus on you know, chiropractic for athletes, you do sports chiropractic, you, know, you can pick out keywords related to that. So build a keyword list and build ads related to those keywords and run them on Google. And that's how you get to the top here. So we're going to go through a few more granular strategies of like best ways to execute on this. But Google Ads, uh, you can sign up uh, for a Google Ads account just by going to ads.google.com. And you'll be able to... There's actually like a, a setup walkthrough that'll help you set up the account. And you can create campaigns and get them running fairly quickly. Um, so you can start driving in traffic to your website today. Um, when it comes to running Google ads, there's a lot of nuances in the campaign structure and the, the strategies that get you the best results. So we have a couple really good, important tips for you when trying to set up a Google ads campaign. The first one is how you strategize around your keywords. So in Google ads, uh, you want to group your keywords into categories or things that are similar to each other. And 
The reason why you want to do that is because you want to serve an ad to that person who is searching that is super relevant to what they were searching. So for example, if someone was searching for back pain treatment, you want your ad that you display to them to say, hey, we do back pain treatment. You know, Come chat with us about getting back pain treatment. Or if it was a different service, for example, prenatal care. If someone was searching for a chiropractor that specializes in helping pregnant women, you know, you'd want to have an ad that talks specifically about that particular service. So we encourage that when you're building out your list of keywords that you want to go after, that you would focus on grouping them together based on a category that is similar and then build out a bunch of them, right? So, you know, as a chiropractor, you probably service several different types of symptoms that you can treat, uh, build out specific ad groups that are grouping the keywords together that are similar to each other, and then write an ad that talks about that particular service. Um, so that's a really important factor when building out your keyword strategy for running Google ads. The other really important factor is to add on modifiers. So um, it's really common to add something at the end of your search term, like near me. So chiropractor near me or back pain treatment near me. So using these little modifiers that you can put at the end of your keywords greatly extends the opportunity for you to capture people that are searching something really similar, but they just added something at the end um, that allows you to pick up more of those search queries. Um, so near me is really popular. Uh, look at your, go to Google Maps and like look at all the small little towns that surround your area. Um, and add those city names as location modifiers. Um, I'm in Wilmington, so Wilmington would be a, a location modifier for me. Leland is a, is a town nearby. So you know we would add these little location modifiers to the end of all of our keywords. So we have lots of variations. So if someone were to search back pain treatment in Wilmington or back pain treatment in Leland, the ad is still going to show if they you know added one of those location extensions to the end. So keyword strategy is really important. This is what drives the ability for the ad to show and making sure that you're picking out keywords that are high intent, uh, what people are actively looking for chiropractic care. So that's keywords. There's lots of more information I could give you on keywords, but I'm not going to like get into the weeds right now. Uh, but this is some really important structural things to consider when building out your keyword strategy. The, the next tidbit is creating and using relevant landing pages. So let's go back to our example. If you were searching for back pain treatment near me, click on that ad, you would want to hit a page on your website that talks about back pain, right? So obviously your website has a homepage, but it's really important to have a page for each service and symptom that you treat. So especially if you're going to run paid ads behind it. So if you run an ad that says back pain treatment near me, uh, and you have that someone click on that ad, you want them landing on a page that talks about back pain. It's relevant to what they searched. You know, they, they searched with the term back pain. They got an ad that said back pain, and then they hit a landing page that talked about back pain. That's a super relevant experience. It's going to help increase your ability to get really good performance out of your Google ads. 
It's going to increase your relevancy score, your quality score on Google. It's going to lower your cost per conversion, getting more people to book appointments for a lower cost. Uh, this is the way that you align your Google ad strategy. So it's really, really effective. So go back to your website, make sure that you have uh, a page for each individual service uh, and symptom that you treat. Make sure it's, you know, it's got really good content on it. It's got some strong calls to action. Uh, use your own photography if you can and make it really compelling for them to when they visit that page. Another point to consider when running your ads is not you're not open every day and you're not open every hour of that day. So consider scheduling your ads to match your open days. So your hours of operation. If you're not open on Sundays, why would you want to run ads on Sundays? If someone clicks on your ad and they get to your website and they pick up the phone and call you and you and you know you're closed, that doesn't do you any good. So yeah, they could leave a voicemail, maybe they fill out a contact form, but why not spend your advertising budget, the, the money that you put towards Google ads to running ads when you're actually open and someone can pick up the phone. Your ability to convert a new patient into a booked appointment is going to increase drastically. You know, they do that search on Sunday, they hit your website, they call you, they get a voicemail. They don't leave a voicemail. Now what do you do? You're going to try to call them back Monday. The chances of them picking up an unknown number at that point is unlikely. So you're better off spending your advertising dollars on ads and campaigns that are going to run during the days and times that you're open. So schedule out your ads, modify the bids so that you're only pushing out ads during times that you're open. And that's going to help you increase, especially if you have a limited budget. If you, if you don't have a large budget, you wouldn't want to waste you know, any money on potentially leads that would come in on a day that you're not open. Typically, the faster that you can get in touch with a lead, uh, the more responsive you can bid, the much, much better chance you have of actually converting them into a patient. So you wouldn't want to waste any money on times that you are closed. When building out your ads, you definitely want to consider the, the copy that's in them. So you know, be strategic about what you're saying. You have limited space of what you're going to say. If you have a new patient special, you know, include, include a little tidbit about that. Use uh, extensions. There are these things called ad extensions that make your ad stand out more. You can see this one has, um, they, they have a chiropractic services extension. They have a testimonials extension. You know, another good one would be book an appointment online or get in touch or learn more about us, uh, meet the doctor, any of those type of things that are going to make your ad stand out more and give more people an enticing reason to click on your ad. You know, they have things called call extensions. It'll throw your phone number on there so people can one click to call you. Uh, a location extension so they can see where your address is. Clicking on that helps them get an idea of where you're located in relevancy to their place of work or home. So use this, those extensions. Be strategic about what your ad is saying so you can be effective with your ad and people see it and they are inspired to click. Uh, and then the last tidbit I'll give you on running Google ads is monitor the search terms that that come in and try to find the bad ones and nix them get them out you can negative them in your campaign meaning that if someone were to include those type of keywords 
your ad will not show on those. And this is important because it helps you really dial in the search terms that you will show up for. And especially when your budget's limited, you want to be conscious of every dollar that you spend. So if someone's searching for chiropractic school near me, that's, you know, that's not what you're looking for. So you want to find those negative keywords and get rid of them. Um, you know, school, career, salaries, uh, competitors is a big one. So if you have competitors in the area, people are going to be searching those competitors by brand name. So do a, you know, make a list of other chiropractic offices in your area and automatically add those to your negative keyword list. So that way, if someone's searching up one of your competitors, you don't, you don't have an ad there. You can't waste money on that. If they're searching your competitors by name, it's likely they're already a patient of that competitor. So it's not going to do you any good to try to earn their click. Um, or the chances of you, you know, getting that patient over to your office is a lot lower when they're already actively searching a competitor by their brand name. So monitor your search terms, keep an eye out for bad keywords, make sure you add them to your negative keyword list. So that way you can best utilize your advertising spend. Okay, so rambled there. Uh, Google ads, big chunk of traffic on the search results page. And here's just a kind of a, an overview of key things to consider. So target high intent keywords on Google. It's pay-per-click advertising. So you're only paying for each click. Uh, break out the campaigns by the service type or the symptom. So that way you can serve them really relevant ads and landing pages. Uh, use the responsive ad creative. So they're you know, add lots of headlines, add lots of descriptions, use the ad extensions um, to make your ad really compelling. And then of course, negative out any bad keywords that you see coming in through your search terms report. So Google ads, uh, lots of training and videos and articles out there that you can read on Google ads. That's our little tidbit for now. Uh, really powerful channel and highly recommend it. The next, if we go back to the the search results page, the next bucket that we talked about on that search results page is the map pack. So that's the Google My Business listings. The map pack lists all of, well, it lists the top three, and sometimes you'll get an ad in there like the screenshot, but it'll list the top three local businesses based on the search term. So this is going to be a chiropractic search term. It's showing chiropractic offices. Uh, in the area in Charlotte. Now, the way you get listed on here is you actually claim your business on Google Maps and you build out your listing by adding your in relevant information about your business, your address, your contact information, your website link, all these different things. Um, and the reason why this is so important is because of how impactful it is on your, your business. If you look uh, at the statistics, when people search for local businesses, 52% of those clicks end up on one of these map listings. So over half of the people that are looking for a local business are going to click on one of these listings because they know it's a local business. You know, Websites, they can't really tell until they get to the website if it's local or not. Here, they can actually see it on the map. They can see reviews. They can get all of the relevant business information right off the get-go. So these are super powerful and you want to be here because you're going to get a ton of traffic and a ton of phone calls 
and a ton of new patients just by being on Google My Business. Now, you probably, you know, if you've been in business for a while, if you've had, if your practice has been around, it's likely you have a Google listing already. You may have claimed it, maybe you didn't. But we're going to show you some of the, you know, key things to consider uh, when trying to get your listing on Google Maps and ranking in the top three, so that way you can get a bunch of this traffic coming to your office. So the first thing is to claim your listing and fill out all the relevant information. So to claim your listing, you know, if you go to Google, just go into, you know, just search Google My Business, and you're going to get it's going to be the first result for Google's business map listing program. And basically, it will walk you through how to claim your listing. You know, you're going to type in your address and your business name. If a listing already exists and you're trying to claim that listing, there's a verification process. It's gonna they're gonna mail you a postcard with a, a verification code to confirm that you're a legitimate business. Uh, if you've already claimed your listing, then you're you know you all you need to do is log in and you'll be able to go and edit and manage your listing. But once you have your listing and you've created it and you've verified it and you're there, then it's really about optimizing your listing to have as much information as possible that makes it relevant to drive your ranking in the Google Map pack. So let's talk about that, right? If you look at a Google listing, you know, you've got the business name, you've got reviews. We'll talk about reviews in a minute. Uh, you're going to have your address information, your your hours. You're going to put in all your hours of operation. You're going to have um, there's lots of attributes that you can add. Like if you uh, during COVID, if you have a a mask requirement, you can put that on there. Uh, your phone number. <clears throat> you can do. There's going to be a Q and A section, so if people are asking questions, you can respond. Uh, Google even show popular times of when you're busy. Uh, you can add photos. You know, we'll, we'll go over that. Um, you know, lots of really important information about your business will go on this listing and help help inform potential patients that are looking for you. And all of this information is important because the more that you can fill out on your listing, the better it looks for Google. Google is going to look at, you know, if you have two chiropractic offices that have listings and it looks at one and, you know, half of it's filled out and it looks at the other and all of it's filled out and they have a bunch of reviews, who's going to rank higher? It's going to be the one that's more complete. So you want to make sure that your listing has all your business information here. Fill out as many fields as you can. Make sure that it's super robust. You know, add all the details. Make sure that you get everything on there so you can tell Google everything they need to know about your business. Um, here's you know another screenshot that showcases the listings. You can see some of this information gets pulled into that search results so people can see it right up top, uh, front and center. You know, this is saying opening soon. This one's saying closing soon, so they can get an idea of your hours. Uh, it'll show you know how long you've been in business, your address, your phone number. Uh, reviews are super important. We're going to talk about that. Fill it all out. Add it all onto your listing. You know, you want it all to be there. Rather, um, it's important to you or not. Uh, Google's going to show the information that they find most relevant for their searchers, and other people may see it valuable if they're comparing you know different offices to go view and they see, oh, this one's got 400 reviews and this one's only got 100. You know, maybe I want to visit this one. Um, maybe it's more reputable. I'm not sure. But the point is, you know, be active, get it all filled out. When you're on 
Google My Business, you're basically going to treat this like another social profile. So, you know, you have your Facebook page, you may have an Instagram page. Um, this is basically another, another social profile that you need to upkeep. Uh, add photos. You're going to be posting photos on here on a regular basis. Um, you want to be categorizing your photos accordingly. So on the front end, Google is going to show maybe one from a customer, maybe one interior, maybe one exterior, uh, maybe one from your team. And you know it mixes and matches different categories of your photos. So when you upload photos, categorize them correctly. Um, so that way they, Google will display them. You know, they, they do get views. People actually do look at the photos. They want to see what's going on in your office. Um, reviews. Uh, this is huge for your listing. Um, you know, you by default, Google is going to give you a link that you can share with your patients to leave a review on Google. So they can one click it, it'll automatically open up a review form on Google. They can, you know, hit how many stars and then leave a comment if they'd like and leave a review on Google. Reviews are huge. Um, recent reviews are huge. So you don't want to have reviews from four years ago. You want to have reviews from four days ago because people are going to see the things that are most active. Um, Google wants to see that, you know, people searching on Google want to see things that are active. And it's really important to create that reputation online that you're a valid provider and people trust you and they, they get their problems resolved and they feel comfortable with you and your office and your team. <clears throat> so work to get more reviews. Now they give you that link that you can share manually, but you know, my big suggestion is really to automate this process. So there's lots of technology out there that can help you streamline the ability to collect reviews. So you know, you're probably using some type of calendar system. Build out a piece of automation using marketing software to when people leave your office after an appointment from your calendar, send them a text message, send them an email, ask them to leave a review. By automating this, one, you don't have to remember to ask them. Two, you don't actually have to manually do it anymore. So it takes the workload off of you and your staff to text and email every person that leaves your office to ask for a review. Um, and it's streamlined. Like it happens every time. So you set it up once, you set it and you forget it and it just works and you start getting reviews in over and over and over again and your review count goes up. That's why those other businesses had 100 reviews, 300 reviews, 400 reviews. They're probably using some software. They're not manually texting every patient. Use software to your advantage and automate it. So you can drive review collection to your listing. Um, it'll make it much easier for you and your practice, and it'll drastically help your online presence for your Google listing. Uh, the next thing about reviews is you got to respond to them. Respond to all reviews, positive, negative, doesn't matter. Uh, make sure that you're commenting back to every single review for a number of reasons. One, it looks really good as a patient. If I'm looking for a chiropractor and I go to Google and I see, and I'm looking at some reviews and I see that you're responding positive or negative, I know that you're engaged. And I know that it, you, it's important to you to make sure that we have good experience at your office. And that says a lot as a potential patient. The next thing is Google watches your activity on Google My Business. So if you're responding to reviews, Google knows that you're engaged, you're actively you know, looking to create a good experience for your patients, and therefore it helps increase your authority on Google and your rank 
that it places you on the map. So respond to all reviews. Uh, a lot of times what you can do is, you know, open a new document, uh, create some boilerplate, you know, a handful of responses. If you get a positive review that you can just copy and paste. Uh, and then same thing for negative. Um, you know, negative, it's a little challenging because sometimes you want to address the situation. My suggestion is don't argue with people. Uh, just, you know, say, hey, sorry for your poor experience. It's not what we intended. Uh, we will be getting in touch with you directly to, to help resolve this matter. That alone is going to, you know, help keep your reputation intact, even if you get a negative review, and then bury that negative review of lots of positive stuff. Make sure your team is doing a really good job you know, create a really great atmosphere and ask people for reviews. They're not going to leave one unless you ask. Um, and then we talked a little bit about this being like a social platform. It basically is because they even have a posting feature uh, where you can, you know, give business updates, you know, run offers, post events, things like that. And this is important to do. The Google algorithm is going to be looking at your activity on Google and if it sees that you are posting on a regular basis, it knows that you're an active business. It knows that you're trying to engage and provide value to searchers, and it's going to help increase your ranking authority on the Google Map listing. And so you'll be higher on the list. Now, you these posts are not going to be, you know, they're not going to get the same traction that you get on Facebook. But the point is, is that it's there, it's generating activity, and it's showing Google that you're engaged and it helps drive um, your rankings higher. Now you do get people that view these and they'll click on them and they'll go to your website. And that's exactly what you want. It, you know, it creates a, a more robust listing if you have a post section that people can scroll through. You know, this is a great place to post your new patient special. You can post any articles that, and patient education material here, um, any events that you're holding, you, know, you can advertise that here as well. It's a really good real estate that you don't wanna miss out on and it shows activity for your listing. The last tidbit I'll give you on Google My Business is the uh, local business directories and citations that are not on Google. So Google's algorithm, how it works, is they obviously take into effect the information that is shared on your listing, right? So you have all of your business information, your categories, your photos, you're doing posts, you're collecting reviews, you're doing all the right things. But if your listing is only on Google and it's not anywhere else on the web, then it's not going to realize that you're a legitimate business because you're nowhere else to be seen. So their bots, they go out on the web and they scrape all the other directories out there, all the different websites, and they're looking for your business on, other, on these other directories. So you want to be there for a number of reasons. One, you want Google to see that you are everywhere. You're, you're showing up on you know, the Apple Maps. You're showing up on Bing. You're showing up on Facebook. You're showing up on MapQuest, uh, Yelp, uh, all the different listing sites and directories out there. You want to be there so Google can see that you're there. As well as not everybody uses Google Maps. Some people use Apple Maps. Some people are looking for a chiropractor on Yelp. So you want to go out and you want to add your business listing, not just to Google Maps, but also all of the other business directories and citation sites out there. By doing so, you're going to drive additional traffic for people who are using these other platforms outside of Google, but you're also going to show Google, hey, I'm everywhere. Like I'm legitimate. I've been around. I'm important and you should rank me higher. You should you know, 
trust me that I'm a legitimate business and show me to more people. It's going to help your rankings drastically by increasing the number of citation sites that you're on. Now, there's hundreds of them. I don't recommend going out and doing it one by one manually. That's a ton of manual work. Um, you don't have time for that. I don't think anybody on your team has time for that. So usually the best thing to do is go out and find a tool. Um, if, you, if you don't have a marketing partner who's already doing this for you um, and you want to do this, go, go find a tool. There's tools out there that uh, you can pay a subscription to. Uh, they'll push your business listings out to, to a chunk of less listing sites and, and directories out there. Use those tools to your advantage. Don't do this manually because you'll waste a ton of time that you know you could have used a tool. Really, your your marketing partner, whoever you're using, if you, if you have a marketing partner, should be doing this for you. If they're not, or you don't have a marketing partner, a tool is the next best option. Uh, go out and sign up for you know you can go to Google and search all sorts of different tools that will do this for you. Um, usually, there's a subscription fee associated with that. Uh, but definitely take advantage of that. You want to get on all these citation sites. It's going to help you drastically. So just to recap, there's another ramble for another section. We've got Google My Business, right? So claim and verify your listing, publish all accurate business information, uh, fill out the listing as much as possible, add your services, descriptions, photos, links, all that type of stuff. Uh, reputation management. So collect as reviews as many as you can, respond to all the reviews and automate the process as streamlined as you can using technology and then posting regular updates. You know, Use that feature, publish just like you would on Facebook. If you post something on Facebook, copy and paste it and pu publish that right on your Google listing. Um, and then also claim your listing in business on third-party directories, all those other citation and directory sites. Okay, so that was Google My Business. Okay. The next section that we'll look at on the Google search results page, if we go back to that original screenshot of the search results page, you have organic rankings. So this is the third bucket down below. You had ads, then you had the map pack, and now you have websites. 29% roughly of local searches end in someone clicking on what your like the website listings, the organic rankings for websites. And again, this goes back to, you want to be on page one, ideally near the top of page one, because you're not, people are not going to page two and three and four looking for chiropractors. They're going to look for the, the ones at the top. So the question is, how do you get your website here? How do you get your website to the top of that listing? What can you do to help influence Google's algorithm to want to rank you higher in the search results so you can get th these clicks? This is a huge chunk of searches. You want to be here because you're going to get traffic and you're going to get patients. So how do you get there? This is SEO. You've probably seen ads for SEO. Uh, SEO is a huge term thrown around for digital marketing. And uh, there are lots and lots of factors that go into SEO. Hundred, I think Google has over 200 ranking factors for websites um, or something like that. I don't know the number, but it's very complicated and it can get very technical, but I'm going to break this down really simply for you. Really, it comes down to there are three big buckets that all of these different signals that Google looks at fall into. The 
if you can master or you know optimize your site based on these three signals, you'll rank higher. The first one is the technical structure. This is how your website is built, how it was coded. I don't, I don't, I don't believe and don't expect you to be a web developer. You should not be focusing on coding your website. That's not uh, your primary focus. You're there to serve patients, right? So you probably hired someone to do this or you used a website building tool to build your website and get it out there. So you don't have a lot of control yourself of how this was coded. So I'm not asking you to go like learn all of the different HTML tags and all the schema things that you should know for helping your website rank. Really, I'm saying is, you know, make sure that you're using a, a website person or tool that is doing this right. Because you the way your website is coded allows or doesn't allow Google to crawl your website understand the content that's on your website, and then rank you accordingly. If you don't code your website correctly, then Google can't read it, or it doesn't know what it's about, or it's not you know, highlighting the things that it should be focusing on, and you won't rank well. So making sure that your website is coded properly is important to make sure that Google can actually crawl and rank your website. So um, to make sure that that is happening, go online and find uh, an SEO scanning tool that will crawl your website for you and it will spit out a report that says, here are all the things that you could improve upon on your technical SEO, the coding of your website. I listed a bunch of different options here. I personally use SDMrush. Um, SiteTracker Pro is free uh, or they have a free version. Um, Ahrefs is really popular. Mo Moz is really popular. Um, this is another one that you could try. Um, all these tools will give you different information, but they're all going to follow the same principles. They're going to give you um, the key areas of your website to improve upon from a technical standpoint. And when you get that report back, if you want to spend your time trying to decipher that and execute that on your own, you can do that if you built your site on your own, or you can hire someone who specializes in websites, preferably chiropractic websites, and give that report to them and say, hey, listen, can you you know, check this report on and see, you know, if you can get this stuff fixed. Optimize the site as best as you can from a coding perspective to make sure that Google can read and crawl it. So um, run the report, give the report to your website provider um, and let them handle getting your website up to snuff where it should be so Google can crawl it correctly. So that's the first bucket, technical structure. The second bucket is valuable content. Um, your website provider, um, or the, those website crawling tools don't really have um, out of the box good insight to what content you should, you know, provide on your website. But you know, since you're a chiropractor and you're a local business, there are some kind of best practices for things that you should include on your website to tell local people and patients about your practice and get your website ranking high. So. When it comes to content, really, it's about the pages that are on your website. So obviously, you have a homepage. Um, you should have an about page. So talking about you, maybe your team, your story, how you got started. That gives people some you know, back history about your practice. Uh, services. You should have a page for every service that you provide, as well as every symptom or major symptom, I should say. 
So, you know, back pain, scoliosis, um, whatever the case is, headaches, migraines, you know, have a page dedicated to each service and symptom. So that way, if someone was searching for back pain treatment, you have a page dedicated for back pain treatment that you can use back to your Google ads, but also for ranking on uh, organic. You have a page that speaks to that. Blogs, uh, this is patient education. So um, you should be pushing out articles periodically that are educating patients on symptoms and your services uh, to give them more information that they can make better decisions about their health. So chiropractic, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that don't understand what chiropractic is about, how it works, why it's valuable for your overall health and what you can actually do to help people's health. So this is a great place to write patient education, lots of content and publishing it. And you'll get traction from this organically. You can share it on your social, you can email it to your patient list, lots of cool things. So get a blog, write good content, contact page. That's obvious. You need people to be able to reach out to you. FAQs page, tell people what chiropractic is about. Uh, maybe if it's specific questions about your practice specifically, testimonials, this is, you know, showcasing your Google reviews, um, or other things that have happened in the office that are valuable, build content for your site. You want to have a lot of content there talking about you, chiropractic, your services, the symptoms. So that way you can have all this information there. So when Google crawls your site, you have that information and it can rank you accordingly, make it valuable, make it valuable to your patients. So that is content. So you have how the website's coded, the content that's on the site, and then now you have off-page signals. So off-page signals is all of the things that are happening off of your website that are showing Google that you are an authoritative figure in your industry or in your area or both. Those are things like your social media presence, right? Do you have a Facebook page? Do you have a Twitter? Do you have an Instagram? Do you, are you active? How many likes do you have? Are people engaged with you? Having social presence is important. Backlinks. Backlinks are when other websites are pointing back to your website. So if you are, have a local news station and they write an article about healthcare and you can add a tidbit by being a source to that uh, article, you can get a backlink from them. Um, it could be uh, someone is sharing local businesses in their area. They're making recommendations, you know, directories. This is another huge place. You get backlinks from directories, but uh, we talked about directories with Google My Business, you know, having citations out there. So all of these things that are happening off of your website, the, the chatter that's going on in the background about your business helps tell Google that you are important, you're authoritative, you're relevant in your community, and it's going to rank you accordingly based on all of those things happening off of your website. And then, you know, if you can tackle those three buckets, you're going to see that you're going to climb the rankings and you're going to be able to get onto page one and get to the top of page one by following all of the best practices from a technical structure, how it's coded, adding all of the content, and then getting chatter going on off of your website, on social, on directories, on local business sites. All of those things are going to be valuable for helping you drive ranking. Now, that's very broad strokes for SEO. I'm not going to like get into the weeds too much. Um, if you 
are working with a marketing provider, they should be doing all this stuff for you to help drive your rankings. So hopefully, you know, this is um, not a big task for you. Really, it's just about making sure that your website person is being held accountable for how you're ranking and trying to drive your rankings. If you're curious how you are doing online from your Google My Business listing or website organic ranking, um, your social presence, uh, your reviews, all of these different things, you, you can go to our website and we actually have a reporting tool that allows you to run a report. It's free to, to do this. You just type in your website and a little bit of information about your business and it will run. It'll do a scrape of all of the, all of the different sections that we talked about today and spit out a report for you that says, okay, here's how all these sections are doing. And you can use this report to build a game plan for yourself to start dominating on Google and getting to the top of these sections. So you can be at the top of all of these sections at the top of the ads, at the top of the map pack and at the top of the organic websites. And if you can execute on that or you know, have a partner that is executing on those things for you, you're gonna start seeing a drastic increase of people calling you, filling out your form that are already ready to get care. Like they have, they have an issue that they're trying to get resolved. They have a health problem and they need your help. Um, th this is so valuable because it's unlike any other channel, right? You know, we talked about running Facebook ads or running events and stuff. Those, those are all like high top of the funnel things where you dominate here, you're pulling in patients at the bottom of the funnel. They're booking appointments, you're growing your practice, you're selling care plans. Um, this is, this is, I can't stress how valuable this is for your practice. So, that's why we held this training today. I hope it was valuable for you. If you have questions about, you know, any of these sections or, you know, the report that you get back from um, the, running that, that free report on our website, the, the link is carobasics.com slash SEO dash report, uh, run that report. And if you have questions on it or want to chat more about it, um, you know, let us, let us know my, I'll throw my contact information here for you. So you can get in touch and we can look at how you're currently performing and build a game plan to get you to the top of Google. And rather you want to execute it on your own or, you know, hire us or, you know, another partner to do so, um, we can outline the steps needed to, to get you to dominating the Google search page so you can grow your practice. Um, I hope this was, you know, really informative and valuable and not too much in the weeds, but kind of gave you enough of the info that you needed to get started on this super valuable information. Let us know if you have any questions or how else we can help. Uh, appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Cairo Basics Podcast. If you liked the episode, don't forget to follow us on Facebook and YouTube. You can learn more about chiropractic success online at chirobasics.com. That's C-H-I-R-O-B-A-S-I-X.com. See you next time.